0: They're all high. <laughs> of course, we definitely need <laughs> It's not
1: true. Uh, it's we not true. Not stump. true. Uh, not at all. Maybe.
0: Don't no. do drugs, kids.
1: <laughs> Good morning and welcome to Downloadable Coffee Dallas. I'm your host, Rebecca, and joining me today is... Shay. This podcast is where we recap the event, game events happening around the DFW area and beyond, as well as look back at the topics that took over the VGCC last week. Uh, video Game Open Coffee Club, if, you, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. We normally, as I said, recap everything that's going on. Let's take a look at what happened last week, and then we'll take a look at what events are coming up, and then we'll get into the recap. Okay, so last week was the second Thursday of every month, the Game Dev Drink Up. Did you make it? I did not.
0: I, saw I completely the... forgot that was happening.
1: I saw on the Discord a couple of people showed up and they couldn't find each other because it was stack packed. <laughs> but like Plano holds a whole bunch of like downtown or uh, community events, and sometimes they overlap with our event as <laughs> well. And that bull bo- that bar bull, bo- that bar can get very full oh, very quickly. Yeah,
0: last couple times I went, they were doing like a wine walk. Mm-hmm. All the, yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of loopy people. Mm-hmm. It was a treat.
1: But it's always a great time. Uh, there's, there's usually like two round of people that roll through there. Um, you have a lot of the students and some of the indie game developers in the area show up normally in the evening, uh, normally at the beginning. And then towards the end are a lot more when the triple A people start getting in there. And, uh, I mean, spirits are flowing, and they're high, and everybody's just having a great time. So
0: <laughs> They're all high. <laughs> of course, we definitely mean stone. <laughs>
1: it's not true. Uh, it's you not know, true. Not stone. true. Uh, not at all, maybe. But, don't no. do drugs, kids. <laughs> uh, then you have, on Friday, We'll the A Bunch of Short Guys events. Game Changers with Magic Leaps. Chief Game Wizard, Jeremy Divine. I want to say. And that was at SMU Guild hall and that was during lunchtime. Now they also streamed that event. I didn't know this, but they did stream it. one of our members dropped it into the Discord, the okay. stream link. I think it was on Twitch and I'm not sure I'm gonna have to check later to see if there's even a vod left behind but which would be great because if there is it's, then that means there's like 14 days people get to watch it <laughs> before it drops down unless they've been smart about it and saved it to like another service. Okay. Uh, And that's pretty much what went on. So here's what's coming up. Upcoming events.
0: Upcoming events. Upcoming events. Upcoming events.
1: events. November 12th. That is today. So, as like always, travel back in time by the time you hear this podcast. But it's today. Uh, We mentioned this last week. Is Dallas Society's of plays last event of the year. Normally, once holiday season picks up, they stop all their all the hanging out because people are traveling and whatnot. So for this one, they're doing a local multiplayer hangout and indie game expo. So anybody that has games that they want to show off, you're more than welcome to bring it. Uh, I, I'm, t- I'm saying this late, but plan for next year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: plan for two days ago. Yeah,
1: and it's potluck style. I'm going to go with the classic buy cookies at the grocery store. <laughs>
0: So you will be there
1: tonight? Yeah, I'm def- definitely coming. And I'm talking my roommates into coming because they've been complaining that I've not been around a whole lot. Okay. But I don't know about you guys. I network <laughs> a heck ton. Uh, and that, that, so that is tonight. And then also on our schedule is, so this is November 24th, 25th. For those that don't know, Arlington won a contract to open up a new esports arena there. And they are doing the first. Uh, let me open. Let me open up the event page, because I, I think this is really cool. Uh, so this is on November twenty fourth and twenty fifth. These are tentative dates. Uh, it is the brand new esports stadium. Arlington is the venue for the grand finals of Esports Champion Series Season Six. Expect thrilling Counter Strike from the, from
0: across the globe. Globe. Globe grobe i I don't know what that (laughs) word means but i really like it
1: from across the world (laughs) as eu and na finalists finest uh counter-strike global offensive teams compete for the top prize Uh, so it says that there's eight teams battling out and for two hot days so that's going on get your tickets i link that event on our on our facebook group I need to get that into the, or I think I put it into Discord. There's also an event on here that I didn't put down because I just remembered it right now. Uh, Global Entrepreneur Week is happening in Fort Worth. It started last week on Thursday, and it's going to go until this Thursday. And they've got a series of events going on. It's for anybody that's in startup, entrepreneur, uh, they're in, and they have uh, one that is dedicated to esports, a talk that's dedicated to esports I'm not quite sure what the day is because I just learned about it. So if you're in our Discord or on our Facebook group, keep an eye out. I'm going to drop it there today in general. I don't know why I'm telling everybody. Like like you guys are going to know. But yeah. I'm looking at you, Daniel, and you're, you're very much in the t- in
0: real time with me. Also <laughs> waving your hand wildly. Those of you on the other side of the microphone, you can't see that. But but she is waving her hand very wildly.
1: I just sure. Anyways, there's an esports thing. I was going to try and go to it, but I don't think I have enough time this week. Um, but I'll still drop it for anybody that's interested. Mm, and on here, we also have Game Developer Conference. Uh, and the reason why I, I am saying it now, because it's actually in March, March of next year, uh, the reason why I'm saying it now is because tickets are on sale or the volunteer, uh, the GDC volunteer. Forms are open, so if you can't afford to get a ticket, you can maybe try and get into, like, they have scholarships you can get. Uh, They call it their scholarship programs. There's a couple that they have where they will give you kind of almost a full ride to the event. It gives you an all-day pass and everything, Uh, or (laughs) all-in-one, all-in-pass. Sweet. (laughs) Um, There's ways of going cheap. Well, there's a lot of indie developers that will go stay at some hostels. There's at least two hostels that are within walking distance and at least four or five hotels that are also within walking distance, but they sell out really quickly. Your best bet is always to try and find a group of people to stay with in a hotel room. That way halves the cost or try and get in with one of the hostels. Uh, If you're lucky and you're able to get one of those beds, uh, even if it's one of the ones that don't have the bathroom in the room, it can run you about 100 to. $145 40, 145 for the week, $100, $145 for the week versus some of the other places that will run you anywhere between $100 to $400 a night. So yeah, yeah. So also check out that air, those Airbnb's. But I'm telling you now, so you guys can kind of plan it out. And if you need help or uh, want some more advice on how to make it cheap, please let me know. I'm always open because I think GDC is one of the best things for a lot of new newbies or those that are trying to get into and want to learn more about the game industry and start building your network. I think that's a great place to start. Okay. And that's, uh, that's everything we have. So let's go ahead and jump into the recap.
0: Recap. What did we talk about last week?
1: <laughs> A lot of stuff. Uh, so we're going to kick it off here. Now, when this news broke, it was actually on Monday last week, but we kind of were just staying quiet on it, mostly because we just wanted to see how all the play out has happened. And mm-hmm. uh, we are, of course, talking about the fallout from the Diablo Immortal mess that happened with the announcement from Blizzard during BlizzCon. Uh, this particular article comes from Forbes.com. Here's how the Diablo Immortal mess could have been avoided. So they're just giving some tips on how they could have handled it better. But for the most part, just to kind of sum it up for those that aren't in the know. uh, (laughs) And not sponsored by them in any sort of way. um, During BlizzCon, during one of their last most important reveals, they revealed that they were releasing Diablo Immortal, which is for... Mo- mobile platform it's on the mobile phones okay. and for a lot of the fan base that was there they're all very much pc in mm-hmm. fact the, ma- the majority of their client base are all pc ga- are mostly pc gamers mm-hmm. and uh nobody was happy there's uh, across reddit and other social media platforms there's been there are a couple of people that got Harold as like the great speakers of the of Of the fan base, Uh, one guy notably got up there and was like, Hey, uh, is this an out of date April Fool's joke? And everybody was like shouting. Uh, Then, as if that wasn't bad, like they come back and they're like, When they were getting booed on stage, some of the speakers for BlizzCon were just like, Don't you have phones? Like, come on. (laughs) And so, for the fan side of it, they're very much like, "Uh, Hey, look we're your biggest customer base. We're not happy about this. Really, we, we want a new uh, Diablo game, but not like this. Yeah. Uh, and they felt kind of mistreated. Well, fast forward a little bit, and I'm not going to quote any sources on this because they're not, like, it's just kind of all over the internet. There's a lot of news coming out about the stockbrokers or those that own stock with it for Blizzard. Um, after the event happened, they sent out a notice Um, that told their investors, hey, we've muted the fan stuff. We got all that under control, and we're on target to hit this demographic. So Diablo Immortal, which a lot of people are claiming is just a reskin of a game, is actually more geared towards their Asian demographic than it is more for their Western demographic, or at least that's how that seems, Uh, and that's what it is. And when they say muted, what a lot of people have pointed out is that Blizzard has been going on to and either removing the trailer and putting it back up again because people have been going in there and like downvoting the heck out of it. Like you do. Yeah, like you do, just to show displeasure. And they've just been going in there and making a whole bunch of modifications to it so that nobody will see the negative implications of it. They just want the main stuff to see. Is that going to change anything? I don't know. Uh, but from, uh, from what we gathered or from what I gathered from a lot of people is that uh, for, for some people, they're like, oh, this is Blizzard hopping into the train. It's either Blizzard or Axe hopping onto the whole microtransaction train and trying to get, get in that way. And for others, it, they feel like um, you're disconnecting from your fan base or they feel like there's a disconnection from the fan band sp- band base and that there's a growing gap happening. And keep in mind that they just also went through a whole bunch of leadership change. Their president just stepped down, so they have some new people stepping up, and it's they're in a new era. Yeah,
0: right. And, and it's going
1: to be growing pains. Oh yeah, growing pains, and I I don't know what to expect. I've never been like a huge, I, I've played like Starcraft and stuff yeah. like that, but I've never been super like heavy on the blizz, Blizzard side. Yeah. Um, but I know I know of a lot of people who are like extremely disappointed or are enjoying the fireworks
0: yeah yeah i'm I'm the same way as you like i was really into the first starcraft and i played a lot of diablo 2 i've played a little of like diablo 3 but after i guess the world of warcraft era started up that's kind of when i feel like most of their current fans fell into the blizzard fandom and that's kind of when i started to fall out Mm
1: -hmm. right And and it and it goes back to like start uh the Beginning games were StarCraft and World War... 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 war. Warcraft. Thank you. <laughs> Warcraft. I gave it... Tell, Telltale. I just tell gave you a very, uh, like, Help. <laughs> I can't <laughs> say words, um, kind of thing. But a lot of them and their fan base has grown ever since. And uh, So, I don't know. I hope they figure it out. It'd be a shame to see a Juggernaut company start to go down <laughs> just because of this. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, next on the list is uh so this was from the Microsoft has built a version of its headquarters in minecraft for its employees to explore
0: That's Which really sounds awesome yeah that's it yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing really major they bought Mojang. Stu- uh is it Mojang? M- mojang mojang yeah mojang uh studios uh, a couple years ago they bought bought that for like man was it Almost like two billion. It was some Something. ridiculous number. Yeah,
0: I remember it being really surprising because, uh, like, compared to what Disney bought Star Wars for, I was like, really, like, Minecraft is, yeah, is on par with that.
1: Yeah. Oh, it says two point five billion four years ago. Four years ago, uh, that's when they bought bought it out. So they they, <laughs> they created their entire uh, like they're doing some reconstruction to their campus in Redmond, which is their main campus in uh, the United States <clears throat> and it's been a, a, a lot of people are saying oh this has got to be also kind of like in preparation for the halo halo ha- halo not halo um hollow Hololens, lens hollow lens which is their vr mixed okay. reality headset uh, some people are saying that's kind of in preparation of that. Like really can...
0: excited. I was like, there's gonna be a Minecraft Halo <laughs> crossover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't put it past them. Oh, yeah, so they had some of that going on. Uh one thing that actually stood out to me is they had a guy. There's there's a um yeah. <laughs> this is why he, so the name is Matt Booties. Matt Booty. Sweet. Who it who was placed when they bought it over, bought Studio name,
0: please. Oh uh, wait,
1: which one we're we <laughs> It's still the Minecraft one. Oh. Studio name. Oh, Mojang. Mojang. We're still tired of Mojang. <laughs> yeah, when they bought Mojang, they put this guy, Matt Booty, over that, and since then he's also gone over over the whole of a lot of Microsoft games. And it's almost like I'm oh,
0: sorry, you yep. said booty and hole in the Yeah,
1: you just had to. You you, you could have let I, it go. I, I this can't. is a PG-13. Well, per, it's PG-13, so I guess it fit in there. But come on, man. man
0: Low hanging fruit, <laughs> still fruit.
1: Anyways, Matt Booty's role is almost to me. It's he's uh, one of the top game executives reporting to directly to the Microsoft's game chief, Phil Spencer. So that's kind of cool. Uh, started. Started at the bottom, now we're here. Sorry.
0: Just bad booty. Started at the
1: bottom. (laughs) All the base are (laughs) below. I'm moving on.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: Next one is a Kotaku article. Uh, And it says Nintendo says it will remove racist Native American animation from Smash Bros. Ultimate. so there was a character, is a character, was a character. Mr. Game and Watch. Is that the? That's the shadow one, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the shadow one. Just like the stick guy, stick yeah. figure guy. Um, he had an attack, and it's it's supposed to relate back to a game from a couple couple games ago, <laughs> yeah. where it was like a Native American attack. Like you attacked with fire, you attacked with a hammer. And they put up the little feather on mm-hmm. the back of the head, and a lot the a lot of people claimed uh, racism or like colorblind, yeah, uh-huh. and um, made a big noise about it. Nintendo apologized and said they would go ahead and remove it. Uh, and it's kind of weird. I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. Don't get me wrong. It's just last year when uh, Mario Odyssey came out, people got in a tizzy as well about the whole sombrero and poncho. As well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of... This This lends itself to a different topic on how uh, other nations don't have the same racist lens as we do. Yeah. So they unintentionally become... They unintentionally are racist.
0: Yeah, because they're just not sensitive to that kind right. of...
1: Right. But it's like we hold them to that value.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that right? Is the
0: big question.
1: Yeah. Because
0: it's certainly not malicious that they're doing any of this stuff.
1: Not really. It reminds me kind of of a... So long-time listeners will probably know, but definitely a lot of people in our club know, uh, because we have a Discord uh, part of it in our, in our Discord. Uh, I'm super into K-pop. And they've gotten, like, last year when the whole trend of blackface kicked up, and it was recognized a lot in the Western world as a clearly a racist move. For them, they were doing uh, one K-pop act. I'm not going to say who it is, but one K pop act was uh, doing a tribute to one of their favorite musicians, yeah. and did a put some uh, put some makeup on, and their fan base kind of went to town on them, like, yeah. "Oh, this is super racist." While well, others saw it as like, so it was like a split, but it brought into that conversation is like, should we hold other other
0: countries accountable for? Stuff that we're sensitive about. Yeah, yeah. Um, People like to get incensed over things. Yeah. Right or wrong.
1: Yeah, so... I don't know. That's a very very touchy subject, just in general, I think. And there's already just, like, other instances in the K-pop community that have also happened recently that kind of bring back in that argument as well. Um, So... I don't know. Education. Educate yourself on this on these things before you start jumping on the bandwagon, you know? Uh,
0: Let's all try to have fun. <laughs> we're playing video <with> right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, this is from Aristechnica.com. Write games sued over allegations of sexual harassment paid sparity. Uh, earlier this year, Kotaka broke an article on culture that is riot and we said like us here at downloadable coffee dlc we said we weren't going to touch this topic on something new unless something new came out and this is what's new and so a couple of at least i think it's only two people i haven't gotten all the way through their article but it was yeah it's just two women who used to work at riot games and one who currently does have now sued the game studio alleging violations of california equal pay laws sexual harassment and discrimination right uh, so during the when uh, news broke about the culture, the inherent sexism and racism, the inherent not inherent, um, the rampant that's the word, the rampant sexism and whatnot that runs through it, uh, it they they noted in the in the report that Wright was also passing over women for leadership roles because they didn't fit their ideal image of a Reddit person that's the sum of it really Uh, they caught a whole lot of flack then somebody that used to work for uber said i can help you fix your culture fast forward to now and now they are being sued for discrimination and sexual harassment uh and just like one notable thing from also that report that came out earlier the year was a email that went around about which lady you'd lay with most in bed and that really caught a lot of attention. And the only reason why that got known is because somebody forwarded to one of the women that were listed and to say, like, look, people want to sleep with you. Isn't that amazing? You're sexy. And
0: she's <laughs> like, Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> kind of death tone there on that one. What do you expect like response wise from something like that? Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. People are crazy, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it keeps going, and there's a lot of allegations. Um, specifically, the allegations include women being talked down to, she's shrill, being objectified on internal company email lists. That's what we were just mentioning. Um, and required to participate and tolerate crude male humor, which included jokes about sex, defecation, masturbation, rape, and torture, among other claims. Um, yeah. So the proposed class action lawsuit was brought brought by one of the ladies... Has been been with the company for over five years, and by another lady who's worked worked there from April April two thousand fifteen until April two thousand seventeen. Um, so a whole bunch of things going on there, uh, and I, and I remember saying it's like I don't know how Wright is gonna really dig themselves out of this yeah. hole to begin with.
0: <laughs> Just dig the hole deeper. That works, right?
1: Until you pop out the other side, right? That's all you can do right now. Uh, and I'm gonna skip to I'm gonna skip one ahead. Because since we're already talking about Riot, I'm going to talk about another thing that's going on. Uh, they have just trademarked Legends of Ruined And some are speculating that that might be their very first new title. And yeah, so it's, Riot has has filed several trademarks for Legends of Ruined covering everything from clothes to software. The trademark of which there are nine in total were filed in the middle of October this year. And this is from pcgamer.com. So that's really cool.
0: Man, I wonder what it's gonna be like. I really want it to be like this like, just sort of calm, like, I don't know, like, what's the term? White bread? Is it vanilla? What, what are the terms that people throw at like, like boring? What's, what's? Vanilla. Vanilla?
1: Okay. <laughs> vanilla. I was like, I know where okay. you're going, but I still, please. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> compared to, you know, the <laughs> yep. toxic, yep. trash-talking uh, community sort of
1: yeah, it experience doesn't, yeah.
0: that League of Legends can be.
1: Yeah, there's not a whole lot out about it yet other than these these things where these trademarks were filed. It could be a new game entirely. It could be a series based on the game, like a TV show. There's a whole bunch of speculations out there, um, but people are kind of excited, even with everything that's happening at Riot they're still showing that they're moving forward. So kudos to them. We'll see. Yeah. And I mean, keep an eye out on that. Uh, and so we'll jump back up. All right. It doesn't matter to like our listeners, but for us, we have a list of everything we've talked about. <laughs> and so I'm like jumping back, jumping forward. Just know
0: we're changing the order.
1: Yeah. Uh, our finally, the last thing on our list here is also from the verge.com. Um, YouTube revises but reverses ban for streamers who killed Red Dead to Red Dead to feminists. So this comes out because a YouTuber is playing a game. What the media pointed out and what a lot of people grabbed onto was that it was a suffrage or some a word, <laughs> but a feminist in the game who was yelling at this dude and he beat her up, tied her up, and fed her to some crocodiles. And that's what the That's what it is. Um, What the media doesn't talk about is how prior to that moment in the game, he had already been beating up anybody he came in contact with. And uh, had, I think at one point, killed off an entire town anyways. And when he went to go to this next shop, he was ordering, trying to like talk to the guy. And the lady's just yelling at him nonstop. He's trying to shop and he goes, screw this. I'm going to go. Take care of this. And that's what he does. So he beats her up. Feeds her
0: to crocodiles.
1: Yeah, feeds her to crocodiles Sweet. and shops in peace. Uh, but because it was it was a feminist in the game. Taken out of context. Taken out of context. It blew up in a big way. YouTube banned it. Uh, like the article says, they have re- since reverse banned it. And a lot of people called into question and said that this set a dangerous precedence. For one thing, GDA GTA Online is really huge and often shows a lot of violence to begin with, including any any violence against women or colors or other ethnic groups in general. So it's not like and and riot, not riot <laughs> and the makers of these kind of, of these games. Uh, I think it's take two this time. Um, the makers of these games oftentimes purposely designed like nobody's good in those games nobody's good yeah. uh, not ever and even in the, in the little bit I have watched of my roommate play uh, Red Dead 2 it's <laughs> you're no matter what you could even be helping and taking out other other bad guys but you're still on the wrong side of the law it yeah. doesn't matter what gotcha. um, and that's a bit of a spoiler alert not really I mean you know what you're getting into when you buy this game <laughs> uh but it's kind of like and even even the guy has said like that's just the thing that they do like the game designs people the, the makers purposely design some of the characters to be really annoying to be yelling at you for no reason so it's one of those things again of the media taking something out of context sensationalizing it and getting a whole bunch of haters on the, on the bandwagon
0: trying to start a war but we're all we're all buds End of conversation. <laughs> I,
1: was like, I was like, where do you want me to go with that? I'm just going to leave that one hanging there. We're, we're friends. <laughs> we're friends, 100%. <laughs> totally friends. Friends don't like to trash-chalk each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's all we have so far. Uh, well, that's that's everything that we talked about last week. Um, nothing nothing new, I, except for like the the Legend of Terror trademark. We don't only really mention that, and since then, an announcement had come out about it. So,
0: okay. awesome. <laughs> Sweet. All right.
1: Well, I think we're going to actually have a late, um, not late, a shorter episode today. Uh, just because we've been super busy and haven't been able. I know I, I wanted to have Scott Mokes out, uh, and unfortunately, I forgot <laughs> forgot uh, to contact uh, him. It's
0: 30, 30 years old, and you're...
1: Uh, my memory is going. Well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, last episode, I talked about what's been going on with me. Uh, this last week I spent a lot of time out networking so some things kind of fell off to the side
0: totally understandable
1: but I do have I do have him and one others uh, Russell Russell from Dallas society of play who are both uh, have agreed to come and talk on our podcast so I'm gonna get them scheduled up by the end of the day <laughs> get them ready to go so by this next episode yeah by the next episode we will have a have somebody a guest on which one that's going to be a surprise now let's do our shout outs as always thank you to nordvana for being so awesome and allowing us to come in and continue to do our podcast uh, the guys downstairs are super awesome they're all about making you great coffee again these people are not sponsors they've just been awesome about letting us continue to work out of here
0: thank you to <laughs> trey for editing our podcast <laughs> for for
1: being awesome yeah oh and congratulations I think we said this last time but I'm gonna say it again congratulations on the new job Trey and you're finding a way of balancing both of what we're doing here with the podcast and what you're doing over there and that's always the hardest thing for any of us to do we're always everything here is run by volunteer so it's always great to see like how everybody is passionate enough to find a way to balance this out and still maintain what they're working on. So a huge up to Trey. As well as a huge up to Anwar. Who also again. He's finding a way to balance it out. And he's keeping us on track. When we missed <laughs> last week. When we were missing that time. He kind of tapped everybody on the shoulder. and was like hey I'm ready to post it. And that was just kind of like a wake up call. Like oh yeah. <laughs> what did we do with it? Uh, we've all been super busy again. It's the end of the year. So things tend to go a little bit out of whack. And
0: thank you listeners. <laughs> we couldn't do any of it
1: without you yes 100 percent. thank you guys for tuning in every week if not every week at least you're tuning into the podcast and that's all that matters uh if you would like to join us you can always come to one of our physical locations either thursdays or fridays currently thursday is the whole foods at runner road fridays is here at nirvana both clubs start at 8am and if you can't come to any of our physical locations that's okay you can join us online either on the discord or facebook group tell us what you're working on tell us about what you're playing if you have if you came across an article that you think is really interesting if you're asking about something to do with the development please let us know we're always here this is community we want to help each other grow let's work together to
0: achieve greatness
1: yes yes <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Love and peace. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Alrighty. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Ciao.